0: Let's talk about it
1: hello and welcome back to thick radio the podcast where we talk about gaining and everything in its orbit i'm james
0: and i'm tim so let's get into it today james and i flying solo again. Uh, today we're actually going to talk about gaining forums.
1: Yeah, so I mean like, you'd have to be living under a rock not to be aware of this, like gaining has always existed on non-gainer sites, like I think more so than it has existed on its own network. Yeah. Gaining. Like we can think of specific ones, we can think of beefy frat, we can think of Bellybuilders, Grom. Web, Obviously. But like throughout like at least internet history, at least my internet history, <laughs> <laughs> um, the gaming community has been everywhere other than, you know, I mean Helir YouTube, yeah. Tumblr. You know, Yahoo Groups, goddammit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um and Do you remember the uh the NIG
0: groups or, or what was it? Was it Ning, the N-I-N-G? So, it was like a particular kind of website that if it ended in that, um, it, what's that? Is you know how it's the end of the web address that tells you like what it is? So, the oh, NI, right. I think it was NING. And there were a lot of like um, small websites that were popping up dedicated to gaining too at that time period. But that was very brief. I want to say that was only a couple of years before those went under.
1: Oh, okay. So, but I mean, you know, oh, for most people listening, you know, we primarily function on Instagram these days. So yeah. it's it's kind of interesting to consider the different places that the gaining community takes root, what we do in those spaces, how we utilize those social constraints that non-sexual, non-gaining users also abide by, mm-hmm. and just how it all kind of works out (laughs) Um, well, like
0: we've said before you know no no fetish or no anything evolves in a vacuum you know so uh we didn't invent gaining it's not solely a gay thing um the fact there are very few fetishes that you can point at a single community and say this is just theirs um so same thing with uh probably prior to dedicated gainer online spaces it was just dispersed throughout, probably in some websites dedicated to feederism, maybe some dedicated to big, handsome men or big, beautiful Mm.
1: women. No, definitely. I mean, I know that when I was utilizing websites, uh, my initial introduction was Yahoo Groups. You know, I think I said on an episode recently, when I was young, I typed in this phrase, teens who want to be fat Mm -hmm. into Google. And that's how I found Yahoo Groups, and that's how I found all the other different things that were happening in Yahoo Groups at that point in time. Can um, I just
0: say about those? Can I just say about the Yahoo Groups, man? You joined so many, and you didn't remember how many you had joined, and then you forget that if you didn't select not to get daily emails. From oh my who, god! You I famed. would. Uh, yeah, I'd get up the next day. I'd go to my email, and I'd have like five thousand emails that I had to go through, and it's all just junk from those groups, sometimes like some of the groups were actually dedicated to sending out picture stuff every day. And I quickly whittled it down to the ones that like were worth opening. But if you weren't careful, cause I think I was a member of 200 Yahoo groups be- you know, before they were dissolved and I had to shut down my email.
1: Mm god truly like back in the day when there was no centralized uh network of like like on tumblr how there's the dashboard there's no way to yeah. come back to everything there is only if you find it again you find it again uh, otherwise you found it once you moved on lost to the internet forever it well, was my bookmarks
0: time. became your best friend you know like on because i actually had a mac when i was 18 so like i had to use safari and Safari, you know, I think would bookmark things differently than uh, any of the Google machines. will. Um, where was I going to go with this, though? I was going to say something about, oh, Safari also had this other great tip. Now, I will admit that I shouldn't have been doing this, but all of the pictures are gone. Um, but you know how uh, Bigger City was the place where you could never save any picture content? And there were some gainers that were on Bigger City that weren't anywhere else safari used to let you be able to take a snapshot like a screen capture and then add that to your photos (gasps) oh devious i know and i do apologize but i mean i was 18 for christ's sake i didn't understand you know how impactful it is to ask for consent and i didn't know about content theft back then
1: no i mean i think we've also said this before you know uh it was definitely a different time of the world when people who were actually gaming it seemed were few and far between so yeah. when you needed to jerk off to content of boys getting fat you turned to celebrities you you know people were like taking like sneaky snapshots on the street of like random strangers type of thing and mm-hmm. people traded those types of pics and that was like a currency of how people would communicate and express that desire now of course these days there again it's a plenty there's no need for it but definitely back in those days. I think it might have been a different kettle of fish um plus as much as people might not have appreciated that kind of action being done then if you still had those photos now i imagine that those people might end up turning around and saying god i thought those photos Uh, were lost to the yeah it it would
0: be like having you know a a collectible like you know baseball card or like a first edition of a book or something like if people be like oh my god you actually have this
1: (laughs) (laughs) funny you know i've we always say as gay people like oh i don't get sports but like there are certain photos that i can think of that like i haven't seen them for years or certain gainers or just certain people Fuck knows who they are but if you like sent me that photo i would be like oh is that the triple gold platinum uber rare signed by the guy himself this must be worth a quarter of a million dollars
0: like it's like it's like become the faberge egg of the
1: gainer community yeah. <laughs> embossed in gold and and where the stretch marks are it's in ruby red to really emphasize the stretch marks. <laughs> Got you know somewhere i have a cd
0: of you know i think from those yahoo groups no. uh, from belly builders like no. i i ripped a bunch of those photos and Timothy. put them on a cd to put them in uh my old playstation you know because she used to be able to play pictures on it
1: you did not well, have a CD of Gator photos.
0: Yeah, I did, and because I, I transferred it to different like media places depending on where I wanted, you know, have a little. Have a session.
1: Now, yeah, yeah, exactly. You complain but, that I make old jokes at you, but then you come out with shit like
0: this. Like, ah, oh. used to burn information onto CDs. Okay, and I'm actually old enough to remember when we burned information on floppy disks.
1: Ah, oh, so no, not the floppy. No, not the twelve-inch floppy. I oh, remember
0: no. when the zip drive was a revelation.
1: Like, okay. Oh my <laughs> God! No, Timothy. Ah. Oh,
0: but so yeah, i You're. You made me lose my train of thought about where i was going with the damn cd thing oh so i found it recently and oh my god the the horrible like there's just eight pixels across each picture like there's just no that doesn't some of it is so blurry and fucked up now that you i'm like 18, i can't even 19 see
1: 19 whacking off like this is a renaissance painting <laughs> like in term features i can see the contour of the male breast oh my god <sighs> honestly though that
0: that's really funny <laughs> Um, You know, I think if I combed that collection, I could probably find very, like, I'm talking about when they first started game of the gainers. I
1: mean, not that I would do that,
0: because again, that's, that's violating consent. and So don't worry, I'm not one of those people.
1: Well, you know. I was, when you originally mentioned the whole Mac thing, like, you know, you had a Mac when you were 18. I was like, are you going to start this, all, like, Elwood's drama? Like, you went to law school to, like, try and win him back, and then he told you to get serious. Then you turned around and said, I'm never going to be good enough for you, am I? And then it's, like, this amazing girl boss, like, montage scene. You were in, like, a slutty Playboy outfit getting your brand new Apple laptop. I, I mean, I wish that was the narrative.
0: How is it that you always manage to bring everything back, to friggin' uh, Legally Blonde. I
1: <laughs> Legally Blonde that contained a character, Paulette, that was played by. Jennifer, Jennifer Coolidge. Coolidge. Oh, yes. Because that's my what skill. I don't have many. That is one of them. Yes. Um, so, I mean, I'm. I, I, so, so, like Yahoo groups, right? Yahoo yeah. groups. WordPress.
0: Blogs... Now, WordPress, I don't really remember that one too well. Was that, like, for the fiction? Was that...
1: It was kind of like, okay, so, like, when I think of things like WordPress, blogspot, I think of Get Bigger.
0: Oh, okay, so you're talking about the individual blogs. Yeah. Okay, yeah.
1: When I think of this kind of, like, if we're going to go back and think about, like, the internet, Mm non-gainer forums that we have, like, utilized for ourselves, before everything else picture-wise that we have today, it mm-hmm. was the Yahoo groups and they were uploaded as individual files. Yeah. Not even photos, files that you had to click on. Mm-hmm. Similarly with like, uh, Blogspot and WordPress, you know, Get Bigger had, um, a very, in my knowledge of it, known, very well-known, uh, journal that he kept and updated quite mm-hmm. regularly exploring his gaining journey yeah which was incredible because i think to myself this must have been one of the first genuine records of the gaining journey ever recorded because even though gainers like you said they had other forums gainer specific forums where people did stuff i don't know that people were like journaling and recording and expressing to that kind of depth and experience like he was talking sometimes about you know having boyfriends and then this struggle about, do I go to the gym or not? And, you know, I want to pig out at Thanksgiving, but the family are all around watching me and he's actually going through and expressing, I think for the first time that we've seen on the internet, the actual ups and downs, ebbs and flows, the actual nitty gritty, kind of what this podcast is all about. You know, we are built on the shoulders of people like Get Bigger who did all that during those early days the early 2000s and
0: may i say uh, may he rest in peace
1: god may he rest in peace i know we sometimes talk about like grom celebrities and people in this community that maybe in our opinion get too much flack or get yeah. talked about too much for various mm-hmm. different reasons get bigger as someone who we should always respect first and foremostly for their humanity and the fact that what happened to them happened to them. And that's really Mm. unfortunate. but should always be remembered as someone who more so I think than almost any other gainer put themselves out there, especially when there was no website, there was no protection. They were just expressing themselves openly on the internet for anyone to find because there was this clear desire to be found and Mm. to be understood as part of that dynamic. So as a non-religious person, God bless.
0: No, I agree with you, though, because the only other examples that came to my mind were both um, SF Gut Muscle and Belly Groom had their own websites, mm. and, but it was much more visual-based. Yeah. There was not really a whole lot about what they, you know, they never injected uh, any personal stuff into it. It was mostly just video, photo. Um, I don't think either one of them were selling anything. They just had their own
1: dedicated websites. Well, you know, speaking of video, YouTube was an extremely popular place to find gainer content. And I think perhaps outside of things like 90s cartoons for my generation, it is perhaps the number one resource that people can link back to to say this is how they discovered gaining Mm -hmm. because they were looking at body content and then gaining just came up back in the days when there was no filtration there was no age Mm -hmm. restrictions they weren't no nothing you could just be looking at what the fuck ever and if you happen to click on the wrong thing dicks all sorts of going on I remember the days. It was the wild west. I do
0: too. It was, it was, it was like, you know, the clouds parted and the glorious <laughs> heavenly light started showing down when YouTube arrived because, you know, so many young gainers uh, you know, would have been same age as me, jumped onto it with fervor and just started posting. And like you said, there were no restrictions. Nobody was really paying attention to YouTube at the time. Like it was just seen as this video sharing um, website. It was amazing. It was total oh. uninhibited. I'll show everything. And and oh, no one had any worries until it got featured in Attack of the Show. Yeah. And then also um, Tosh.0. Oh.
1: <clears throat> and then you've also got things like, it was back in the day of things like, Hey guys, it's Fred. Like when like that Fred character was like the, number one subscribed thing on youtube and like it was huge news he got to a million followers because oh my god a million people using youtube Mm -hmm. also just like the titan that youtube is now like can you imagine if youtube just ceased to exist
0: there'd be a lot of um i was just gonna say there would be a lot of stupid people up (laughs) on i know a lot of people who get most of their information from YouTube. (laughs) <laughs> i i always thought i wonder what the next evolution of youtube is is it now going to become a university will there be like you know solely video um college classes being taught like there's only so many i feel like there's there's only so many places it can go but then like if it integrates with something else god only knows what kind of a it, because it's still owned by google isn't it i think so like google's just gonna google Disney, Viacom, and Warner Brothers are going to own everything. <laughs> yeah, it'll be the big four.
1: The new big four. So, I mean, because YouTube still exists today, a lot of people still use it to post content as they are still one of the few video hosting sites that are free for people to engage with. I know I have stuff up on there that's private. I do too. Um, do you think there's something to be said about platforms that have stood the test of time? Or or does its longevity like cloak a myriad of interface issues that could prove troublesome for users down the line?
0: I think um, the reason why these social media outlets keep flourishing is because people have discovered how to become a celebrity on them. you know, and that's really the mark of its success is like you can have. You could become famous from producing YouTube videos. You can be famous because of TikTok or Twitter, Facebook, anything that trends, anything that goes viral. And I think that's why those platforms survive because people are looking for their 15 minutes and they think if I do the right thing at the right time or the wrong thing at the right time, I can become world famous.
1: Mm. I mean, it's, it's also interesting to see the way that there's a surge of gaining users every time there's a new platform. And again like the new one is tiktok and hello we both put up our hands and say yes we also yes. <laughs> we also jumped on the bandwagon with that one
0: i am far less um de- dedicated to that one though people if anyone who's listening to this does follow me they know sometimes it's like a month in
1: between <laughs> oh girl i was like every day at one point because i had shit queued up and then i ran out of ideas and i was like well <laughs> i guess i guess i just stopped posting <laughs> um, but What's been really interesting about that in particular, you know, speaking on it as a new uh, platform is that I've met bears recently here in London, who know know me specifically through TikTok. They were Uh like, Oh, I saw your TikTok. You're cute. And I'm like, but Gainer is like plastered all over it. And there's that subconscious expectation. Oh, the people who do know about gaining, not cool with it or they'll go yeah i saw what you did and then promptly move on but people don't seem to really give a fuck and i know that we know that we'll just move on in life if people don't like shit like it is fine but even on my instagram i notice that there are bears that are known to be bears and to be sexy bears that follow me and i think to myself gosh what must they think when they see specifically gainer content but I guess they must like it because they haven't unfollowed i wonder that myself
0: a lot on instagram sometimes i'll get the occasional instagram follower and i'm like why are why exactly are you following me so i'll just i'll go to their page i'll see who they're following and it seems like i'm the only one of any variance yeah. in body shape and or her sexuality so i'm like i don't understand why you're following me i appreciate it but i
1: i don't get it <laughs> that's just how fucking sexy you are Tim. (laughs) snatch them all the way out of their own realm of attraction and put them smack dab in the middle of your fat furry titties
0: well that'd be very that's that's very flattering if that's the case
1: in your case very fattering because you're (laughs) fat
0: even your dad
1: jokes (laughs) you're welcome um but I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily see an issue with YouTube. I mean, obviously it's got restrictions in place. It's got things yeah. on there, which are designed to protect everyone who uses it. So I don't know. I don't think that there are potential issues for users if you don't abuse it. I think so long as you yeah. operate with some sense of understanding the expectations, I think you should be fine. If but you follow
0: the rules. Yeah. That's to that- that
1: in any platform.
0: Well, we've all but we've also mentioned that sometimes on these social like uh, when we were talking about censorship, that there are people who take time out of their day to seek out this kind of content and and flag it so that it gets taken down.
1: Yes. And speaking of YouTube from Russia with love, you Mm -hmm. know, that very much happened. So I don't know maybe you 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 know you said what is the next evolution of youtube maybe it's not the evolution of youtube that'll happen maybe someone will come up with another gainertube maybe someone will come up with another video hosting site for gainers and then we can all just create profiles and have a good old time putting that'd
0: be lovely i wish gainertube
1: had survived i really do i thought what did it make it six months something like that yeah it was there one day gone the next and Mm -hmm. and there was no explanation it was just url stopped working
0: and, and to be completely honest, when I signed on to it, I'm like, gee, I wonder how long this is going to last.
1: <laughs> Which is unfortunate, you know, because, okay, because this is another thing, right, you and I have spoken about this, we'd love to at some point move what we do as Thick Radio, like yes, Thick Radio, the podcast, its own thing, but we'd love mm. to take what we do and turn it into a production company, we'd love to do that thing where it's like we could produce people's videos we could produce more podcasts books we could encourage people and help people to produce other content would be incredible right yeah and it's like it's not that I don't see that happening with other fetishes and I don't see that happening with other things but like we see this with the gay narrative in general which is where if you don't invest in something it dies you know, how many people in small towns have a friend who happened to buy that old bar on the cheap and they go, we're going to turn it into the next gay hotspot and we're all going to go there. and It's all going to be a good time. Fun fact, it could actually be that. But you need to go to that bar. Mm-hmm. Like people go, oh, well, who's going tonight? Oh, well, no one's going. Well, then I'm not going to go and Johnny's not going. And so his crew isn't going to go either. And then it tanks. All because you were waiting for something better to come along like we need to have an appreciation as members of this community that our influence and engagement will make or break enterprise as it comes along so when you see gainer projects crop up you know and i'll i'll shout them out here orbital zine when you see them uh putting out The putting up the response that, oh, we're doing issue two. We're looking for people to submit photos and articles and stories and all sorts. Fucking go for it. Mm -hmm. Because if they don't get content, they don't have a feature to produce. And then we lose out because people weren't making the effort. Yeah. Now, mind you, I think the response to issue one was really great. It looked fantastic. I think it went really well from them. All, you know, visual reports from what i can gather so it look that that's great Mm -hmm. but we can't slow down when you see people producing other gainer materials when you see or hear people being like oh i'd be thinking about like doing my own show or like talking about this who's interested like put yourself forward and show interest
0: please you have to take a chance but we did Mm -hmm. you know we took a chance i i did when i did the gaining perspective you did when you did um uh, big boy chats you know
1: you just you have to you'll never get anywhere if you don't take a step forward and you've also got to stick with it you know if if, if you if you do it the one time and like two people show up like sure like that's unfortunate only two people showed up but like two people believe in you mm-hmm. and those two people probably have friends so if you like build it up for them they then tell their friends so I don't know girl like at whatever point in the involvement engagement production spectrum you fall on even if you were just a consumer do the thing and do the thing with our people in mind that's just that's absolutely just so with the different forums right so what have, what have we talked about yahoo groups blogspot uh, WordPress, wordpress uh youtube uh, and Gainet. therefore we've spoken about gainertube so yeah. i think after that point we would be remiss not to say tumblr
0: yeah tumblr before tumblr getting before, before the great tumblr Geddon that destroyed
1: tumblr. everything jesus christ which okay that is a point in and of itself and this is this is this is the point because only fans nearly did the exact same fucking thing mm-hmm. so for anyone who does not know and i don't know why you wouldn't you must be 18. No, not not even. You would have been eleven on Tumblr and shit. Like, anyways, yeah. if for any reason you're listening to this and you happen to not know what Tumblr Gaten was, Tumblr was an oasis where you could post everything
0: and anything
1: and anything. And I do mean dick, butt, puss, tits, fat, porn. You could- uh, you could put the most gutter butt raunchy stuff on there. And it actually didn't matter. Amongst the majority of users, nobody cared because you only saw what you followed. And you can tailor your dashboard. Do you know what? We talked... You said before about the next evolution, right? Mm. Yahoo groups? Tumblr was the evolution of that, in my opinion. It really took... Yeah, I agree. I agree. And found a way to make it work. And it was so, 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 so good. I was one of them. People who had documented... Just years of of photo and video, audio. You could do audio clips if you wanted to do like you know me and my ASMR stuff. Like if you just wanted to do like role play, just anything, girl. It the, the 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 scope and potential on Tumblr was so good, and people really made use of it. And like st- blogs were deleted, but a lot of people took it on themselves to delete their own stuff. Yep and i cannot recall the exact number but didn't an article come out that said it was like upwards of like 80 to 90 percent of users
0: yes because they realized like oh my god our revenue is gone in fact uh, if you go on youtube and watch it's it's funny it's uh from college humor it's the guy who's pretending to be the ceo of tumblr oh
1: and yes i saw that <laughs> <laughs> and he keeps going to say like we're a family-friendly website and with only five percent of users who are actually pornographic artists 50 what, what do you mean 50 50 percent, and we're getting rid of them <laughs> well that's 50... what
0: happens when you alienate the th- when you bite the hand that feeds you you what i i can't believe they didn't see it coming
1: well this is perhaps the great internet example of that because only fans was going to do the exact same fucking thing and of course There was all this back and forth about it because they then turned around and said, oh, this is information that was sourced from an email that wasn't meant to go out because it was only meant to go out to certain users because of a certain thing. It wasn't actually addressing everyone, but still the damage was done Mm -hmm. like a whole bunch of people jumped ship went to just for fans or went to other places. And in fact, Just for Fans released a statement saying, we're never gonna do what OnlyFans did, because we know that we represent sex workers and we represent people who do that. And it's just hilarious. It's just hilarious. People who think that okay, because like as denizens of the internet, we're horny, we're sexual, we love to jerk out junk, and we think to ourselves, oh, we're the degenerates, we're the bad thing. We should be grateful that we have a platform. But actual fucking fact, we make that shit everywhere mm-hmm. that booms in social media to date has a record number of pornographic users mm-hmm. because sex is still the number one selling point. So there's power there. And when Pornhub
0: nagasaki its its uh, content, I, it was like just punching me straight in the heart. <laughs> like oh, that's God. when well, some limits. videos... There are videos that are truly gone forever now.
1: Oh, yeah. Things where it's like, as you said, you Apple screenshot certain people's photos. I'm sat here like, I fucking wish I'd poached content. I wish I was downloading shit because if I knew that Pornhub was going to pull that kind of a fucking stunt, I would have been downloading. Oh, yeah,
0: my whole library, I would have downloaded.
1: <laughs> hell, thousands of gigabytes. I would have bought hard drives just to store it all. Like, come, come be safe, my precious babies. Like, oh, my God. And listeners, that's the devastation for anyone who for fuck knows what reason was not there and does not know the impetus of this, there you go. And so when we on this podcast ride Gromma a little bit for its lack of facilities and the way that it might make some sweeping actions that affect its user base, people get a bit testy and people get a little bit sensitive. Because Because we remember what came before and how it was better. (laughs) And we also know what can happen when it's done wrong, especially if we're trying to play by apparent social media appropriate rules. So all of this is really good to bear in mind, having this conversation about gainer forums, because this is how we still do the majority of our interaction. We still interact on forums. I'd say primarily these days, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah. I would say that's primarily it for the community outside of all of that. And I don't see there being a major issue in the immediate future, but I think there's wobbles. I think with everything that happens, there's wobbles. Because
0: we know a lot of people that have had um, Instagram content flagged. And then I think it's only, I think it's a three strike policy because I think you get two warnings and then your account is suspended. Yeah. Um, And then like, say if you, show off too much of something on a live stream you can be banned from uh doing lives for a a month or so i can't remember how long the ban goes on but oh
1: yes i got a a notification recently about a live stream i did not too long ago that uh, got flagged because of uh, disney rights and i was wondering to myself how on earth would they flag that and then i realized i have this giant plushie of of stitch
0: oh for christ's sake really
1: like it must have been the way I had angled my phone, it must've been prominently in shot. But the fact that they were able to like jump on that. Yeah. Uh. Is mad. So it's all those little things where, when it comes to how you interact in an online space, it's finding that line between pushing the boundaries, but also respecting the rules so that you can continue to operate, you know, I know that I feel that sensitively with the big boy chats because the live streams is now a huge thing that we do on Instagram, both me as Thick Radio and something that other people do. I think it would be really devastating to lose that account and lose that history of the live streams. Yeah. all because I apparently flashed too much tid or it was interpreted as such by an algorithm.
0: So I've, I think I figured out the sweet spot for um, Instagram for myself. So, yeah. So, I can show off, but if I'm wearing full bottom underwear, I can't show even a hint of an acorn, and uh, it's best if I just wear pants altogether. So because it's always the ones where, you know, it's like in a tight pair of briefs, a jock, or something like that, where there's like an up a, a very clear outline. Th- those are the ones that get flagged.
1: Yeah. But it's not because you actually had that outline. It's because you're not deemed as hot enough to exactly. that outline. If
0: I if I had had rippling pectorals and a cascade of abdominal muscles and a gigantic bulging sack that could barely be contained by the the fragile cotton, that would have been fine.
1: Oh yes, because if you actually search hashtags like penis or junk or like other euphemisms for penis, I guarantee you you will see it on Instagram. With tens of thousands of likes, and no warnings, no flags. No, nope, nothing. Out. But let a let a, let a you know uh, a a pudgy say, bastard.
0: Let's say a, you know close to three hundred pudgy bastard, who's got some very very nice boobage going on, just the kind that just makes you want to just grab onto it
1: and squeeze. He's gonna get flagged for showing breasts. <laughs> oh, and of course that's that's a thing, you know. Because you can say female presenting nipples, but, like, men who grow to the point of having actual breasts, Instagram's like, well, I guess that makes you a woman now. Exactly. So, therefore, that's a problem. Like, it's it's all so stupid. It's all just so stupid. Do you feel like there is a risk, laying the cards out on the table, Mm -hmm. do you feel like there is a risk showing so much of our personal selves on these kind of kink accounts?
0: I think that that honestly depends on your popularity. because, And I say this because one of my favorite gainers, he used to go by the name Thorny Pencils. He is also an Australian. Um, he uh, had been pretty prolific on YouTube in the early days. I think he was on Beefy um, He was just one of the really popular ones. And I think he became so popular that people from our community actually Discovered him on Facebook, his civilian profile, and began to rip pictures from his civilian profile to put on Tumblr. You know, and I'm sure that uh, it might have happened to SF Gut Muscle, it might have happened to Belly Grow, it might have happened to quite a few of the f- really famous ones.
1: <clears throat> it's, it's something I know that you and I spoke about. And in fact, we, we did this on uh, a chunky chats. <laughs> We changed our profiles uh from private to public Mm -hmm. and made posts about it and it is a big deal to do that yeah i don't regret it though i don't
0: either i don't either i I think i i think i kept it private mostly to try to keep away people that i didn't that didn't seem to be into the fetish you know right it's like if you got a friend request from someone like big bear gainer okay you know, obviously part of the community and they have many pictures on their profile. Had no problem with that. I was getting a lot of requests from blank profiles that just had a very nondescript picture of like a cartoon or a a willow tree or, you know, God only knows what else. And
1: I was trying to filter those out. In your opinion, like with these kind of open platforms, like what features work best for gainers? And on like a closed network like Mm Gromma what kind of features would support something more visceral and erotic do you reckon? Well,
0: I think if Grommer started allowing for video content that would, I mean, I don't know if their mm-hmm. server could handle it. Maybe that's why they've never done it is because they don't have a large enough server or web space to host all that. Um, I miss the beefy frat video chat rooms. That was really cool because, you know, then you just turn your webcam on and now you can be talking to an entire room of gainers. Uh I mean we're we're you know I think men in particular are very visual creatures. So, you know, obviously we we'd want the photos, we'd want video. Maybe the ability to live stream on one of those um gaming forums or something like that, just to be a bit more intimate, because only having pictures to go off of it is it's cold.
1: Yeah, I feel like all the things that I have loved about Instagram live streams video chat more more ability to like just tag tag Mm -hmm. and link things i think has been so good but i think the difference with instagram is obviously there's that interconnectivity with non-gaining stuff and i love that there's that potential as well that potential for discovery and expansion but i'd love to be able to do it in just like a niche Mm -hmm. little gaining space as well um
0: maybe uh, because we remember when we did the golden age of gaining we discovered that beefy frat may potentially come back so perhaps if it does it will return with the video chat feature
1: listen mr hess if you are listening we'd love to talk to you about that and see where you're at with things so please reach out to us in terms of forms what have we not really touched on like um well we haven't really talked much about gainer fiction and
0: that's a place that integrated into regular websites to begin with you know any anywhere where you could post fan fiction or regular fiction there was always going to be some kind of story that involved feederism weight gain Mm. you know there was always going to be the fetishes sprinkled throughout like I I could search through fanfiction.net for stories set in particular um, tv shows or movies that you know that also included some kink elements
1: well I think those actually are doing quite well for themselves because I think they are You know, written medium, as much as you can change a font and change the layout of a page and the way things are presented, the words itself don't change. Mm -hmm. And I think there are still a lot of writing forums like writing.com where it's still there and you can still go and look at things and people add things all the time. So, you know, I think those ones actually are doing okay. And maybe that's just because you can disclaim so many things in the words. And yeah. you can be as verbally descriptive as you want.
0: And you can be very anonymous. I mean, it's probably the most anonymous way is yeah. just to write something. You don't have to use your name. Um, it would take somebody tracking down your IP address to know that it was you.
1: So I think, in a, in a weird way, gain of fiction is probably going to outlast everything else. Because... It, it, well, I,
0: yeah, absolutely. Because that's what will always last forever. The spoken word, the written word, telling stories. That has happened since human beings could communicate.
1: So on the flip side of telling stories, you've got like active human connection. And mm-hmm. this is the, the main social media that we all know about, which is Facebook. Yeah. So a lot of us and you and I are examples of this, have each other on Facebook. Yeah. Which is very real. Um, do you feel like, do you feel like more gainers need to be mindful with their Facebooks, especially when they like add certain people and have friend
0: groups. Well, I, I don't know. It depends. It depends on how much is being displayed on your page that say the average like family member you go and see, right? Because I don't think the group that you and I are in posts to our pages specifically. Like no. we only see it because we're members of the group. Correct. So if you create groups like that that have that security that it's not gonna to post to your page and no one's gonna see it but the members. Uh, I don't see why you'd have to be too careful about that. Um, and then if that means that gainers are gonna start showing up in your friends, like um, section that people are gonna be able to see, well, it would be pretty suspicious for someone to look at at like say their brother or sisters, whoever's profile and think, wow, why do they have all these fat friends? Like. <laughs> I, I feel like most people don't think that.
1: No, and, like, I've never had anyone ask me, but, like, my suggested friends list on Facebook at this point is entirely fat boys. Me, me
0: too, me too. Just,
1: I'm not complaining. Neither am I. In a strange way, I sort of look at it like, who are the gainers that I'm suggested to be friends with? Like, oh, it would make sense if you're friends with this person, because that might actually be the impetus to be like, I'll send you a message on Grammar and be like, hey, you came up on my suggested Facebook friends list. How yeah. you doing? <laughs> like... It's fun. But I think like all things, especially now with Facebook rebranding as meta and all this other kind of stuff happening, Mm -hmm. again, I think it's really good to be mindful about how we link our gaming stuff with stuff that we try to keep explicitly civilian. So
0: just- I have two Instagram accounts. I have my gainer one and my civilian one. And anytime that I post anything to my um, gainer one, You know it has the other box that i can tick if i want to send it to the other account too so i just i'm always mindful every time that that box is unchecked so it's if it's meant for my gainer account that's where it goes
1: i feel like any other platform that i can think of kind of does a lot of the same like vimeo is basically youtube just with less Mm. you've got things like twitch and discord that people are using now and i think those can be fun yeah um similarly like discord is i think another rebranding of yahoo groups the way that you can have different threads and different channels that you can tune into mm-hmm. you can make and coordinate with people through that the private messaging function is a new thing um
0: and not very good i'm not very fond of discord's private messenger
1: no no not my favorite either again i, I find instagram to be one of the most malleable and yes. adaptable of those yeah um, Twitch, I, I've personally not really used Twitch. We spoke once about maybe doing a Twitch stream at some point, but... Uh, well,
0: I was doing Twitch for a little while because I love retro video games. So I was going to try to do... Uh, so a friend of mine... Um, oh, God, his name's going to fly out of my head and he's going to be mad at me. Uh, Gainer Friend, who is big on Twitch. And <laughs> Chugs... Well, no, that's not the name. Sorry, that's not his profile name. But um, he, he's popular on Twitch. And he plays video games on Chugs Beer and you know, just the manly burping and all that stuff. Um, I was just gonna do kind of like, daddy plays video games kind of thing. Uh, but I never got any, I mean, I think I got like two viewers at most all the time. So I kind of got discouraged. And then I created my own Discord group, which I haven't done anything with in like five months. <laughs> and I'm feeling really guilty about it, uh, but it was gonna be the same concept, you know, just like daddy plays old video games.
1: You know that's another point i think with social media and like different forums that we find ourselves on you know a lot of these older styles there was nothing to maintain there was no presence to maintain it was something that everyone seemed to communally contribute to and then we all sort of shared within so if you brought nothing to the table it didn't matter because you were just there whereas everything now kind of demands that you produce something to warrant participation Mm -hmm. so it's worth considering you know the more social media you have the more work that's going to take so if you're maybe not that committed to running a number of different profiles maybe consider which ones you want to be on what the community vibe is like and maybe just maybe just spin it out a little bit
0: i do want to go back to doing the discord at some point because i was having a lot of fun with it um so i'm not going to get rid of that one just yet
1: well, you know, something I do and for anyone who's interested in learning more like social media tips, feel free to message me directly. But like I tend to make a note in my head to look at a different thing every day. So Fridays are my grande and that's the day when I look through the newsfeed and I'm looking through to see like who's posting locally, are there new gainers, I respond to any messages I haven't responded to. I'm looking through the global newsfeed to see if there's any gossip I've missed out on There's the search function, and you can only search for, like, one thing a day. But, like, I might search thick radio, or I might search Gromoff, or even my own name, to see if anyone has, like, low-key added me. Because Gromoff's tagging system does not exist. Yeah, I know. (laughs) But, you know, it's a day that I dedicate to my social media work on that site. Even if I use it throughout the week, it's a day where I kind of go more in-depth. So... Maybe that's a thing to do, you know, if you know that you've regularly got a Thursday afternoon off, decide and be like, that's going to be my Discord day. And I'm just going to go through, look at everything, whoop do all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, maybe the last type of platform we haven't really spoken about, though we do speak on this kind of stuff quite often, is paid content platforms.
0: Oh, yeah. So the, the big two,
1: um, OnlyFans and Patreon. A lot of people have made a point of saying that they don't want to utilize them because they, maybe they don't feel like they need to for themselves, but also they don't want to subscribe to people, which is fine. Um, and are also quite vocal about, you know, I don't think people should be doing this. I don't think there's a need to do this. Da-da-da-da-da. And, you know... Everyone is entitled to their piece on that, mm-hmm. but, um,
0: <clears throat> I don't really feel qualified to say whether or not they deserve to have these spaces to make money with, you know, with whatever content they upload. I know that I'm still a person who doesn't want to do it because of consistency. I actually feel like if I was charging people $10 a month on only fans for unlimited content, or I created a tier system, on Patreon. I'm not a consistent poster. Right. I can't have people paying me a certain amount of money every month and then me not delivering something, you
1: know. Totally get it. <clears throat> I think maybe the question I would want to ask to this is what if those platforms ceased to exist? Well, I feel like they would probably
0: all just go back to Instagram, YouTube or wherever they may have potentially migrated over from you know because
1: email them out use google yeah
0: or go to clips for sale if they still wanted to make money because i still feel that people would pay for it yeah it would just be a video by video basis instead of paying a monthly subscription yeah but i mean that's how lose my breath managed to get so popular that's how lardville got popular yeah um so that that system works too you know, and I guess if I were to ever branch out into that world, it would, it would be a clips for sale situation. That way I wouldn't feel like people are beholden to pay me a monthly fee. It's just a, hey, if you want this video, it's this price, it's yours.
1: I get that. Are there any platforms that we haven't really spoken about? Um. Email. <laughs>
0: Well, you know what, I do remember, and I think I mentioned this in the Golden Age of Gaining, but I do remember there was, this would have been 2001 or 2002, somebody tried to start something called Fat Mail. And it was supposed uh-huh. to be, uh, you know, a gainer-centric picture, story, video, whatever, sent to you daily through Fat Mail. And I don't remember if it ever got off the ground. I remember signing up for it, but I don't remember if I ever actually got anything. And I feel like it was a teenager that invented it. I don't know. Remember the? I don't remember the username. I think it's long lost to the archives mm-hmm. of the internet at this point.
1: If the inventor of Fatmail would like an interview, please again <laughs> reach out to yes. us. Um, But that's interesting. And, you know, even as a joke to sort of reference and say, oh, email, but like even email girl, even Mm -hmm. email, the gainers where everywhere we are capitalizing on platforms, on social media, free and paid content, we're doing the bit, we're running the gamut. So what do you feel like is the takeaway from all of this? Like, what do you think, like, if we were to take all the positives from these open platforms, And we were to build, like, let's say, a brand new, custom-built, for gainers, by gainers, private platform. What kind of features do you think you would take from different places? Well,
0: like I said, I'm I've always been a big fan of BP France video chat, so that would be one thing I'd love I'd love to see. Right. Um, I do think that the way that Grommer is set up, just just the way it looks and the way it operates, is not bad. It just needs tweaking, you know, I, and, and the fact that they only changed the color scheme for every app, I think was a little cheesy. They could have done a bit more. Um, I don't know, you know, I kind of look at this whole thing. So like <clears throat> when I first got on the internet, discovered the Gainer community in the days of Gainer Web, Belly Builders, the Yahoo groups, the very beginning of YouTube was, like we said, the golden age of Gainer, at least in my opinion, golden age everything past that so let's say from maybe the inception of grommer to the point of tumbler geddon was the silver age Mm. and i know technically next comes the bronze age but i'd like to see or you know know what let's just call that whole period there between tumblr geddon and grommer uh the dark age i'm hoping we're entering
1: (laughs) i'm hoping i'm hoping that we are entering a renaissance i believe we are and you know we've said this before like this is not to be facetious, but this podcast and in that same year, you've got uh, orbital zine and you've got other people who want to start projects. You've got gain artists that are emerging out of nowhere. And you have people buying art and sharing that art. You've got this Renaissance of people who are creating stories and selling those stories on Amazon and on different platforms. I think in terms of maybe not platforms, But in terms of art and in terms of expression and actual content created, we are entering that kind of a renaissance. And what's great about it is I think a lot of it transcends platform because Thick Radio isn't even on social media. It's on a podcasting network. In fact, it's Mm. on all the podcasting networks. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can fucking find us. So we're evolving to move beyond the need for platforms necessarily. We are creating things that go forth, you know, not unlike the satellite probes that we send out into the depths of space. We are searching for something. We're putting things out into the ether beyond ourselves and going, who is there? Who is gonna listen? And will you respond back? And I think in quite an exciting way, it supersedes the need. For social media and all those other moments. Because if the way in which we operate on those is all about finding community within ourselves, but yet we're still producing art that goes above and beyond that and reaches connection with people outside of our community, then we remove the need to find ourselves hidden away on other social media altogether. We find ourselves in a position where gaining could very well just become a thing that exists everywhere because it already exists everywhere Mm -hmm. so I don't know girl I think we are in the midst of exciting times with games I
0: think so too I mean I I'll amend some of my pessimism to believe that perhaps the golden age has not yet gone
1: well look I mean I don't know if we need to believe that there is a golden age that's gone I definitely think we've had one but I don't know there's a reason we can't have another, you know, what do they call it for the queen? You know, she's had her, her gold and her silver and now she's got. Oh, and then there's the
0: diamond I think is the next one.
1: Why not diamond? Why can we not enter the diamond era of gaining? There you go. Put that on the cards. (laughs) We're entering the, we are in the diamond era of gaining. Put that on the cards. I'm gonna make a note of that I like that (laughs) year of gaining god damn it (sighs) Timbo do you feel like there's anything we haven't spoken about when it comes to platforms I can't think
0: well the the only other ones that I can think of that were not gainer specific is I used kick a lot and whatsapp like messaging services yeah the messaging servers yeah third-party messaging
1: which is still valid because you can have WhatsApp groups, you can have Telegram groups Mm. and on Telegram, you don't have to utilize your phone number. You can create a user ID or a username and people can find you that way. And you still use it like such. And you can have private messages and all that decoded. So if you click a button, everything gets wiped. Like Mm. it can be really good to have, um, Oh, and Snapchat. There's a lot of gainers on Snapchat. Snapchat. I think, do you know what? I I never use it though. I don't use it. I have one. I don't use it. I don't know really what to say about Snapchat. Just because, just because as I say, I've never.
0: I have yet to really understand it. Um, I do know that people can post stories much like they can on Instagram. And I do follow a few gainers that post stories now and again. Uh, But I I don't check that one with any kind of frequency.
1: I don't know. I just wondered to myself, like, Snapchat's whole thing is about being temporary, you know, which obviously lends itself to sending naughty pictures, but I wanted to myself, you know, if your whole thing is about the temporariness of what kind of content you're producing, like, I don't know, it doesn't make me question the validity of what you're doing, but it kind of makes me think, why wouldn't you rather post that somewhere where you can refer back to it, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think that's kind of it for different platforms. And I mean, if there is anything, listeners, please feel free to, um, you know, remind us and maybe even pop on the show and talk to us about it. But uh, that's it for another episode of Thick Radio. Please remember to like and subscribe, rate us five stars and leave a good review. If you like this episode, the podcast or just us in general, share it with your friends and encourage them to tune in. As always, you can find me on Instagram at Stanum
0: And you can find me on Gromer as Orpheus. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at Thicky Mouse. So until next time, bye fats.
1: Bye fats. And just so you all are aware, I love how many platforms we're on. <laughs> we did this whole episode talking about platforms, but bitch.
0: Follow, yeah, we're on all of them.
1: Follow us on all of them. Interact with us. God damn it. So, uh, sorry. <clears throat> <clears throat> bye fats bye fats let's talk about it dick radio is a patreon and enter app podcast produced by stan and dicky mouse mixed and mastered by stan our artwork is provided by lokexu
0: our theme song is provided by body by Cream.